0: Welcome. Everything is fine. This is a good place podcast brought to you by nerdy things pod productions. I am Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hello guys. Hello. And this is episode 14 of everything is fine. A good place podcast, a podcast that releases every Monday, completely dedicated to the hit NBC TV show, The Good Place, where we take one of our episodes for one of their episodes, talk you through it until we catch up, and we all go through season three together. Speaking of catching up, guys, we finished season one. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So this is going to be- Can't find the episode anywhere, or the (laughs) next season anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you're trying to watch through this the first time, I'm sorry that we're going to have to encourage some illegal activity, because for some reason, season one is on Netflix. Season Two is kind of on Hulu, like the last four or five episodes are, so you're gonna have to do some r to get the first few <laughs> that you need, so I was like, "Oh, cool,
1: the good place, and I was like, yes, it's gonna pop up in hulu, and it's like, it's even in like the little cover photo. It was like, the good place, last four episodes, and I was like, "What last four episodes of season <laughs> two what
0: yeah, so we're going to do a recap episode here. This is going to be a recap of season one where we talk about some of the greatest hits, why we love it, why Jules's mind is blown all over the back of his wall there, and stuff like that. But in between episodes, as always, guys, you can find us places such as our Facebook discussion group, which is kind of blowing up a little bit. If you go to Facebook, navigate there any way you see fit, search Everything is Fine, you will find us, and you can get involved. We also have an Instagram, at EverythingIsFinePodcast, and Nerdy Things Pod Network can be found at NerdyThingsPod.com or on any social media at NerdyThingsPod.
1: Yeah, at NerdyThingsPod on all this stuff, because we've had people reach us on Twitter, and they said, Nope, I don't have Facebook, and I'm never going to get a Facebook. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. Facebook is... Almost universal, but I guess it's not. <laughs> I thought Facebook was more widely used.
2: <laughs> but it's good for you can stuff. on Twitter and Instagram and all that. <laughs> I mean, it's Facebook is also like the most evil thing on earth. So
1: I get oh, it. Oh, true. I mean, I'm I'm right there. Spe- Do we have MySpace. No,
2: no. Okay. <laughs> Snapface. Now
0: we're Face Book Face Face Chat. So speaking of <laughs> some of the most evil things on earth, uh, this isn't the context that we find found this out, but if there were a bad place barber, it would be some dude or some chick with a floby. And Jules doesn't know what a floby is.
2: <laughs> I don't. Um, how do you not know what a floby is? I mean, how, how old are you, Jules? How young are you? What is wrong with you? I'm 26,
1: but I've always been blessed with great hair, and I don't really do anything with it. <laughs> I just kind of wake up like this. You're looking at this right now. I literally just rolled out of bed, and it looks beautiful, so I never really just look at hair things, so I'm, a, I'm okay.
0: But it needs to be trimmed. I- it needs to be cut. Ah, ah. And we all know that the most efficient way to cut your hair is to put an attachment on the end of a vacuum and suck your hair into the attachment, which then has a spinning blade that cuts it and brings the hair into the vacuum. Is there a more efficient so way to do it because you don't have to sweep so up the hair easy. stuff?
2: I mean, that's the best. You- you set the length with the little adapter. You can just r- go right at it. The hair goes right into the vacuum and you're done. So this cuts your hair. It's not just a style. It's not a oh styling no. this thing. Is, it's this is, a, a is to oh no. cut
0: your
1: hair at home. Why would I cut my own hair? Oh boy, that sounds like a nightmare.
0: Because, I would cut my own hair. Uh, a trip to the barber, if you're going to a barber is probably like 12 to 15 bucks. A trip to a stylist is going to be upwards of 30, and the FloBe can be purchased for one low payment of what? 19.95. <laughs> oh, God. can't be
2: done. $20 once in your life, you never have to spend another $20 on hair. That's amazing. I want to
1: get to the point where I can get like a customized floby with like my name on it kind of like what you got Kevin going on with your uh water bottle. I want like a gold floby maybe with Jules the mm. human on the side. Oh, I could start selling flo
2: in now in the merch store right now nerdy things pod <laughs> flobies. <laughs> I tell you what Jules, honestly, if you change your name to Dyson or Bissell, we can make this happen. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's all. That's my uh, rap name. So it's this easy. is this is what's Dice wrong. <laughs> we
0: finally f- figured out what's wrong with the millennial generation. They never had to uh, suffer through a vacuum haircut.
2: It, it, I it remember back in my day, we were out there playing jarts, and I got hit in the head, and we had to even out my haircut with a floby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All boy. right. Anyways, moving on from that, because now. this is the
0: recap episode, we're going to just dive into things. The thing that we really want to obviously get to first and foremost is has there ever been a segment in any history of media whether it's television news podcasting radio or otherwise that just 13 weeks in already has a greatest hits compilation so shock full that we couldn't even decide what the greatest out of context quotes of the week were so Jules let's start it off
1: oh god we're
0: we doing a oh, okay um i i don't
1: know i can't uh first off there's too many this is what we call yes.
0: show prep
2: gentlemen and ladies so many <laughs> i must i'm tired jake
1: released his new album last night i've been bumping it all all morning and i'm tired okay um some, well, I mean, first off, some of the best quotes came from uh, Jason Mendoza. Can we all agree uh, with that? Agree That Jason yeah. Mendoza was one of the oh, best yeah. for all of the quotes? Jason
2: is out of context. Like, everything about Jason <laughs> is just right there.
1: Ooh, can we rank them? Okay, I'm going to say oh, Jason Mendoza first. Um, Eleanor second, and then Michael third. Top three best quoters out of context quoters.
0: I think I think it depends know, on the okay. episode, man. I got I got so much yeah. Michael stuff going on. Season it's... one. Season one. Yeah, I'm just saying it depends on oh, the episode. Okay. I like Michael. There's some watched, episodes it? where it's all Michael. Michael's quotes are just all the best. <laughs> okay. Well,
1: um, let's see, I think this is Eleanor. I once posed as a hot prom date for my cousin, both helping him and later, according to his therapist, not helping him. <laughs> um I really love and I'm going to incorporate this one into probably my daily life. I wasn't a failed DJ. I was pretty successful. <laughs> like I'm just going to like, there's no, there's no way to say fail. I didn't fail. I was just pretty successful. I just stopped while I was ahead. Um, <laughs> and there's a ton more, but uh, I think I'm good for right now. Okay. Kevin. Okay.
2: I have, uh, again, so many to choose from, but one of my favorites is, I framed one innocent alligator dealer to save one 60-person dance crew. <laughs> and then, I once got lost on an escalator. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, boy. I love it. Uh, you want another one? Or yeah, is that keep it going. I got like six of them, so... Oh, God. You- Here's some dirt I put in a bowl because I'm amazing. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna say oh, that in a fake Tahani voice. Here's some dirt yeah, exactly. I put in a
0: bowl because I'm amazing.
2: <laughs> this is a trash city full of idiots. <laughs> Love it. That is a good Love one. It. That's what I got. All right. So, what do you do with sweat?
0: Do you lick it away? Uh, with him just, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not a mountain of strength. I'm just a canyon full of poo-poo. Phew. Poo. <laughs> Michael's gonna be on an angel boat somewhere smoking moonbeam cigars. What do you get someone who wants to eat a unicorn? A unicorn bib. No, wait, unicorn holders. Like corn holders, but for unicorns. My personal favorite of the year? Buzz off, Bamba John. Oh God.
1: And
2: <laughs> the quote of the year, Are "You basic." Awesome.
0: Yeah, that's that's
2: the one. That's the one that that gets it. <laughs> that is. That's it. That's, that's the, the one.
0: one that. So when you talk about things you're going to take away from a TV show, everybody should be walking around life looking at other people going Are "You basic," all mm-hmm. the time. So that was <laughs> yeah, out of context. Quotes of the week, which brings us to what I think is almost insurmountable, but Kevin. Can you synopsize the entire first season?
2: I think I can. I'm going to try to keep it quick. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But here we go. You, Eleanor Shellstrop, are dead. So is Chidi, Giannu, and Tahani, uh, and a bunch of other people. This is the good place for good people. Only Eleanor is bad. And just, you know, because she's here, she's ruining the good place. Want to fly? Nope. Trash rain. Party? Giant shrimp. Dinner party? (laughs) Sinkhole. Sorry, Glenn. Ice cream? (laughs) Nope, it's Froyo. Damn, wait, that's not Eleanor's fault. Weird. Now everyone is on the hunt for that thing that's out of place. Cheedy and Eleanor find out that Gianni was really Jason and start trying to train up so that she can stay in the good place. Uh, Jason's a drug-dealing wannabe DJ from Florida, any and all of which would land him in the bad place. Then the heroes kill Janet, uh, the all-knowing robot lady computer that gives you anything you want and would do anything you need, but she has to die for some reason. Then the real Eleanor shows up with the people from The Bad Place. They want to eat a unicorn. Michael's boss gets involved. He's pissed, and he's Metapod from Pokemon sometimes, and he hates emotions. (laughs) And also, he wants two people for The Bad Place. Then Eleanor discovers that this is actually The Bad Place. The end.
0: Yay. (laughs) Well done, Kevin. That was season one of The Good Place. What a ride. Oh, my goodness. Holy crap. First of all, was Jason really a drug dealer or did he? I thought he gave people things that weren't drugs. I thought he was a fake drug Uh, dealer, which is kind of better and kind of worse all at the same
2: time. (laughs) Let's let's say it this way. He was as successful a drug dealer as he was a DJ. (laughs)
0: Hmm. That makes sense. Good call. Good call. So, yeah, I mean, this TV show somehow through 13 episodes gave us a game changer or a cliffhanger not sure which can we talk a about game that <laughs> a cliff changer yeah
1: let's the go let and changer,
0: talk about it uh jules uh,
1: game changer and a cliffhanger yeah. um it pointed out that somebody pointed out that um and we love your feedback we just love it we don't talk bad about it at all but no i'm just kidding uh we, we got pointed out that we always get saying uh, cliffhanger instead of game changer and cliffhanger
0: is more for like things that make it, what was it? Like,
1: uh, what did he say? So, Jesus Christ.
0: Well, so the game changer was, you know, something that just changed the whole premise, right? Essentially, it just, sure. it just changed everything your perception of. However, Kevin and I both have a fierce desire to be right all the time. So independently of each other, we each when we saw this, this news that we were saying this wrong, we each looked up the definition of cliffhanger and convened to tell each other that we were both right, because a cliffhanger is defined by an ending that leaves the audience in suspense. And whether (laughs) these things were game changing or not, that may be true. I'm still left wondering how it's going to affect or, or be resolved, affect an episode, next episode or resolve next episode, which I think does qualify as a cliffhanger mm-hmm. or and, yeah. and and or a game changer. Both, I think. I think everybody's right is what I'm trying to say in this case.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Tim. When I saw him, I was like, "Hey!" and he was like, "Hey!" and at the same time, we were both like, <laughs> "It's a cliffhanger!" and then we super high fived, and then I mean, we went about our day. Yeah, y'all
1: freeze framed in the air. Yeah,
2: yeah we <laughs> exactly. did. Yeah, mm. the okay. windows Just to bumped, our store high-five. almost
0: blew apart with the force of our <laughs> right? high five. Because people's we hair so right.
2: was blowing back, and it wasn't because of the floby. Yeah. Oh God. So yeah, cliffhangers, game changers, every episode. So, what
0: were some of your favorites of this season? um
1: that well in the beginning when we found out this monk that was super cool i was like okay he's gonna be super cool whatever doesn't talk fine apparently he knows so much because he gets michael to like feel things or whatever with just his touch and then he becomes this fucking dj idiot And I'm like, (laughs) okay, what? I wanted this to be this sort of character. But now he's Jason Mendoza, but he's super funny. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll take this character like it's fine. But it was like super out of nowhere. And as soon as we got that, I kind of figured
0: this is going to be something different because like I wasn't expecting that at all. And also the way yeah. that they introduced that was one of my favorites because it was very cinematic. N- you know, she was getting these notes saying, you don't belong here. It was a big suspense, big scary thing for her. And then all of a sudden she shows up at the town square and there's Jason, ja- J- well, Jianyu wow. just standing yeah. over there, stoic. And there's like, I think there was fog. It was nighttime. And all <laughs> of a sudden he's like, "Uh, I don't belong here either, dude. And it's like, what? It was, it was just very cinematic. The whole unvi- <laughs> unveiling was pretty great. So I would agree. That's what definitely, if not my favorite, definitely one of my favorites right there. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I really don't have anything else to add to it. I mean, honestly, the, re- the reveal with him, just the, the whole, I don't know, like glut of making cheaty make decisions near the end, <laughs> just every episode. Uh, honestly so delicious like it it, so awkward but i loved every every cliffhanger every tense moment every everything of it killing
0: janet was another big one because again cinematic jason of course comes and pushes the button because he has to push a button while other people are fighting over whether they should or shouldn't push a button and then janet just drops like a lifeless corpse that went from standing straight up with good posture to just boom like rocky
2: slow in, motion in
0: a rocky movie, just down for the count
2: so that's Rocky and Cliffhanger we've mentioned this episode, so <laughs> you know what now now we realize that everyone in there was expendable oh, oh. stalonisms <laughs> uh, would all
1: yeah. the expendables go to the good
2: place? Well, I mean, it, only if they went Rambo on someone. Oh, oh wow! Huh. This is gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so uh, we have some some level characters in this in this show. Who are your favorite character? What is your favorite character, or or couple of characters, if you need a pick? Um,
1: you know, I before the ending, I would have said Michael. 'Cause he was my home <laughs> he was my home base there. Uh, yeah. And uh he was just super cool and his outfits were super cool. And he was just like, oh, he just wanted everybody to be happy, but it turns out no, he has that evil laugh which <laughs> haunts did. my dreams now. He still can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you still can't. You know, uh, got it. Almost. But yeah, he would have been my favorite up until like the last two episodes, but i just find chidi so funny because (laughs) i myself am pretty indecisive not on that level but like i like to think about everything around like situations and i think around and and, oh but what if i did this if i did this whatever but to an extent i can definitely make decisions like it's like okay whatever but his decisions to be indecisive are kind of ridiculous (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> it's it's so insane, and I just love it. I think that's the funniest thing, where he can just I don't know. But what about this? But what about this? And and this thing? Well, what about? Yeah, it's just so fantastic.
2: I mean, I, I got to think one of my favorite characters, and mostly I like this guy because of how much we don't know about him. Is Glenn, uh, <laughs> the guy from the diner that fell in the sinkhole, whose favorite meal was broth? Um, love that guy absolutely love that guy. Favorite
1: uh, (laughs) Um, side character in the show. Yes. Okay.
0: No,
2: it's just Kevin's favorite character. (laughs) Just favorite character. We didn't didn't put the side character, modify it. Absolutely. I want Glenn (laughs) to win. I love this guy. I I cried when he fell down that sinkhole. He does.
0: (laughs) There's there's so many great characters. I love Michael's discovery throughout the whole thing. And Jason is just hilarious. There's no question about that. But I loved Eleanor the most for several reasons. One, every instinct that she has is the worst. The worst. Every natural instinct she has. Like, she doesn't have any good. Her first thought is (laughs) never to do the right thing. It's always to do the worst thing. And on Earth, she totally owned that, making her the coolest slash worst person I've ever seen absolutely hilarious but (laughs) here she is conscious enough to say yeah i know everything i do is the worst but i'm gonna work to change it and you can see her actually reaching for good decisions instinctively by teaching herself good stuff or being taught good stuff in the case of chidi so so i love that i think that's really cool so Mm -hmm. obviously she's a character that changed a lot What were your favorite character progressions throughout? And I'll give you mine. It was Janet. Because Janet goes from being like a total robot lady to being an actual character who can somewhat understand emotions like love and want to marry someone and stick to behind someone, whether that's just a learned response or not. She goes from someone who doesn't understand anything to someone who wants to get married to Jason, which is cool. I think that's really fun. And it yeah. brought a whole lot more flavor and sass to her character. And we also had that one episode sure. where Michael was trying to program her to be different things. And she was like the oh, surly God. teenager and the the inspirational quote person. And that was another good one. So her, her journey has yeah. been fun to
1: me. <laughs> And you can tell now, looking back on that, Michael was just kind of having fun and torturing (laughs) uh, Chidi with that. And I was like, oh, man, (laughs) that sucks. Um, I mean, definitely Eleanor's story from what we know from her, you know, all the, uh, what is it called? Flashbacks, all the stuff that she used to be, such a basic biatch and... (laughs) She's grown so much, I can tell already, within this first season. And I'm to- I'm totally believing in that. I'm believing in her trying to figure this out, trying to be a better person. It did bring up that whole question while it was still on the table. Can this person change and gain good place points after they're dead with good intentions and things like that? So she kind of just progressed the m- most, I think. And, you know, ultimately figured out that, well, this ex- isn't actually the good place and, and things like that. So I think her progression is definitely one of my favorites to follow and the most surprising, I think.
2: This wouldn't sure. work
1: if she didn't change so much. True. Right. Excellent point, um, yeah.
2: Yeah, except you're basic. <laughs> the best character growth in this, uh, as far as that, is just watching Tahani unravel. she's she's this perfect pristine prissy like oh i baked you six dozen cookies uh each individually your favorite flavor like type of person when you first meet her and by the end she's literally just like shaking herself apart because she realizes that everything she's done is the worst (laughs)
1: like
2: it's on the surface she seems so good and, and like cheaty she has that, like, you should be, you feel like you should be in the good place. You don't question that you're in the good place. You do not belong in the good place. No.
1: <laughs> um. There is some things that I wanted to bring up from the Everything is Fine A Good Place podcast Facebook group. Uh, we posed the question, where were you when you first watched the end of season one? How did it make you feel? And did you see the ending coming at all? And Diana... Uh, put I was on break at work and I remember thinking that damn Mike sure is a fork in genius. I suspected they weren't exactly in the good place but not to the extent that they pulled off. So thank you for commenting and we always have some fun discussions over on our Facebook group. So if you want to go and join it's everything is fine exclamation point, a good place podcast. but I wanted to ask y'all to where were y'all when y'all watched the end of season one? What was that like waiting for however long y'all waited? Where were y'all at? Because, I mean, for me, it was last week or whatever. So wh- uh, where were y'all when y'all finished this first season?
2: Uh, I was I was on my couch in front of the TV. Ditto. But, like, <laughs> headspace-wise? Not, yeah, oh, not your couch. Sorry, not your couch. I yeah. was my couch. <laughs> no, not my couch. Ooh, <laughs> creepy. Um, I honestly was... So, like, I loved this show because at the time I was so back and forth between this being the bad place and being the good place because they did such a good job of making it so ambiguous right up until that last reveal where they really could have written this story to go either way and explain it away. I loved it. I mean, mentally, I was just floored <laughs> and I could not. I could not figure out where they were going to go with season two. I am excited to get into season two and I cannot wait for when the new season comes so that we can all watch it together.
0: Yeah, I was also on my couch uh, watching with my wife, who's who loves this show. This is like probably one of our favorite shows ever now. And there was several emotions. One, I had no idea what was going on. I, I didn't. I just couldn't figure it out. I, I, Like you said, Kevin, it was a little back and forth, but I just didn't know what was happening. So when we found out they were in the bad place and all this kind of stuff, my thought always is the continuation. So how are they going to continue this show? What are they going to do? Are they going to send them to the bad place? Are we going to follow them there? And then, of course, quickly they resolve that and they reset the whole thing. I'm like, but how are we going to watch the same thing over again? And then... My next emotion was, I can't believe I have to wait like six weeks until <laughs> the se- the second part of season one happens. Because we're going to go on this whole, you know, Christmas into January hiatus. And then I realized, no, it was only a 13 episode season and I had to wait till next freaking year. And I got so mad and oh, uh, I just I just couldn't ima- I, I just like, where are they going to go with this? And it was very it was so anticipatory waiting that year or well. You know eight months or whatever for for the next episode. it was it was awesome. It was a great way to to experience that the first time because I didn't even know it was the season finale. It was incredible.
1: Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Um, something else I wanted to bring up from the uh, Facebook group is natalie brought up something really interesting uh that she said she noticed uh their clothing colors had indication of what's going on with the characters during the first season i picked up on the most uh use of purple purple is worn by the characters who hold the most power in each scene janet wears the most purple after janet was rebooted she wore something else or lavender as she was getting her knowledge back for example the main characters rarely if ever wore it they didn't know what Michael was up to. The other characters did, and they wore some sort of purple. Although Janet was not in the know about Michael's gambit, she had powers to move from neighbors and literally all the knowledge in the world. So little things like this really make The Good Place kind of interesting. And what are some of those like Easter eggs that if I were to go back and watch it right now, I would see it completely different? Because right now, I can't even imagine. I'm probably going to have to watch the whole season again. Like That's <laughs> just going to happen. Because Pretty much. There's so much that could have be seen differently now that I know because I was not expecting this ending at all. So what are some like little things that were just like,
0: oh, this is the bad place. Ha ha. Whatever. Well, the biggest one, obviously, is when watch. Jason said it was a prank show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's right. There's so many times if you go back, and I think this happens even more as we go into season two. But there's so many times where Jason says something that just is a throwaway idiot line, and it turns out to
2: be spot on. Oh uh, yeah, every time. <laughs> but he just straight up says it. Right. Yeah,
0: it's a prank show. Yeah. Oh, we're in a prank show. Uh, yes, you are, Jason. What that was miraculous. Yeah. So the, I mean, there's a lot of little things like you know the the swinger couple when they came over now watching it back again clearly they were there to torture Cheedy and eleanor i mean they were built and designed to torture chidi and eleanor it seems like sitcomy coincidence or you could at least write it off to that at the time but yeah clearly their specific purpose was to torture these these two people and uh stuff like that shows up as well as you watch through
2: oh it takes on a much more sinister tone the second time because you know that Mm -hmm. and so every little thing has that element to it like it's calculated it's cold it's not whimsical and funny and coincidental it's amazing
0: yeah when michael wants to tell chidi that his paper is terrible and he needs to pick a hobby
1: oh no seems fun seems innocent
0: seems generous that whole episode no he is screwing with him
2: Right. Oh, that is well, life's work. <laughs> even just, you know, talking to him about his heroes and being like, oh, no, they're all in the bad place. Yeah, you belong there, too. Like, that's <laughs> that's exactly right. The people you've modeled your life on didn't make it.
0: All right. So, do you guys have anything else to, uh, to talk about in recapping season one? I don't. No.
1: Um... I'm excited to see where it goes. I don't like where it left off and I, you know, if I was watching it regularly as a regular show, I would be super mad for a really long time. But since I could just watch it on Hulu, half of it sometimes, uh, I'm okay. So I'm excited to keep going and we're going to keep going. And keep watching the show. And thank you all for uh, watching it with us because it's super cool knowing that other people are watching it with us or interacting with us, and even interacting when the episodes don't upload for some reason. well <laughs> We're sorry about that. But uh, yes, let us know if you have problems with the show or if you just want to talk about the show at all. Let us know and uh, get some merch if you want. That'll be cool. We got some. Everything is fine. Merch. NerdyThingsPod.com. Click the merch tab. And uh, get some I'm a medium person shirts. That's fun.
0: Yeah, we definitely really thank you guys for going along this journey with us. We hope you'll continue. And we just can't wait to start up season three when it's new for everybody. So join us uh, in the discussion. Uh, on the Facebook discussion group. Search Everything is Fine on Facebook and you'll find us. Uh, Go check out the Instagram page at Everything is Fine Podcast. Get at us at NerdyThingsPod on any social media and be sure to frequently visit NerdyThingsPod.com. It's going through a revamp right now so we can expose you guys to more of the fun stuff that we're doing as part of the NerdyThingsPod podcast network but yeah this this podcast we love it we're glad you guys are here and we just can't wait for what the future has in store so as always guys thank you so much and have a great rest of your day thanks everyone bye bye